You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Business Blab. We're taking off our mom hats and letting our entrepreneurial side show. So grab a notebook and give yourself a bossy timeout. Welcome back to Business Blab. Hope you guys are having a great week and we are going to bring you some tips tonight that hopefully help make it a little better. So we've got some super ways to market your business online to share with you that will hopefully help boost those sales and get you headed on the road to success. Yes, everything is online these days and you hear everybody talking about market your business online, market your business online, especially in these days, it's huge that you're comfortable doing that and kind of know how to. And I mean, when you think of marketing your business online, like the first thing that comes to mind is, okay, I'll post about it on Facebook or I'll do a quick Instagram story, but there's so much more to it than just, you know, what initially comes to mind. And so we're just going to break down a few of the tips that we really like to use and that we felt have been effective for us. So tip number one is to build an attractive and easy to use website. This is it. This can seem really overwhelming, honestly, but there are so many platforms that you can use to help you with your website. There's Wix.com, Squarespace.com, just are a couple that are really popular. I think WordPress is a really popular one. Um, We personally did our boss ladies one through Wix, and it was really, really easy. I'm not like techie at all. And it was honestly like step by step was walked you through it. And you can put everything you want on there from a shop to a blog to a land, just a landing page, contact info. You can link every facet of your business onto that one page. And so it's really important, even if it seems really simple and streamlined, that you have something like that to send your, your customers to. Yep. Um, next is to prioritize blogging. So this is one of my favorite things because I just like to talk and I love hearing other people talk but I think blogging is so big right now because seeing all of those websites and all the brand names and everything can get really overwhelming and a lot of times people just want to connect with real people and they want to know the story behind them and what they do and why they do it so blogging is a great way to you know get your personal thoughts out there a little more storyline behind who you are and what you do and connect with people on a more personal level. Mm-hmm. So the next one is work on your SEO. So SEO is kind of one of those buzzwords in business that you see floating around a lot. And sometimes you might not know exactly what that means. So it stands for search engine optimization. And it's the process of growing the quality and quantity of website traffic by increasing the visibility of a website or web page to users of a web search engine. So basically, it's just going to find people that are specifically searching for something in your exact lane and it will help direct them to your website. Yeah. For example, I use this a lot on Etsy um, because Etsy is a whole online marketplace. If you're going on there looking for a baby shower gift, okay, well that can be really overwhelming. People are going to be Googling like baby girl gift, baby shower gift, pink gifts, whatever using like in your listing, you can go through and add up to however many Buzzwords is kind of like doing hashtags in your posts, Mm -hmm. um, but making it as specific as possible so that when people are searching, they'll find you. Yeah, it just helps, you know, back up that if you have that amazing website that you put together 
or, you know, you find some kind of platform like Etsy or a shop like that, then it's going to help people actually see what you put out there. Yeah. Um, next is to build your email list and send emails regularly. So I know that this was a really big thing at the beginning of COVID. It was a big thing like, oh, now I know every business I've ever been into and what their <laughs> new policies are with COVID because we all got a lot of emails. But mm. I mean, getting those emails keeps those companies' names in your mind and you see them every day. But I've noticed even the more like low-key personal businesses, like I get emails from you from mm -hmm. real estate, like mm -hmm. once a season and whatever. It's nice to get those and just like touch base, even if you're sending them just to like past clients, like a little check-in just to kind of keep your your name in people's minds. It's really yeah. helpful. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what we're all trying to do with our business, right, is to stay top of mind. So that's just, I mean, this can be slightly time consuming at the beginning, but a really easy way for you to consistently stay top of mind. Like there's always some kind of little holiday or, you know, change of seasons. Like Mickey was saying, if you just set up emails for the entire year and have them all ready to go, you, you could do quarterly newsletters or, you know, even just a quick little like happy St. Patrick's Day, like a little shamrock or whatever you know just yeah. really simple but it has your picture and your name and your contact info on there and so people are even if they're just like oh another email they're subconsciously recognizing you and remembering you so uh an, an email campaign i know a really good uh platform for that is mailchimp is a really good one i for my real estate one at my company we have just a great program that helps set that up. But before I was with them, I was dabbling in MailChimp. And like I said, it can be a little bit of work up front, but once you get everything laid out and just automated, it's going to make your life so much easier and have a great return. Sure. Uh, the next one is using other channels to sell your product. So don't just think, you know, I have this product, I'm selling it on this one site and that's where people are going to find me and that's good enough. Make sure that you're popping up on any possible channel that you can to showcase your product and what you have to offer. Yeah, and this can be anything from real estate to um, products like I sell. Um, sending, you know, I sell a lot of stuff on Etsy. Real estate has, you know, their like John L. Scott page. You can go see the listings. Well, I've also seen people list on Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, just Instagram now I mean you can have a whole business page for that to sell stuff so everywhere that you can possibly be you want people to see what you're selling and see your face yeah join local Facebook groups those are huge like the buy sell trade ones but there's also just like you know moms looking you know business moms in this area or you know just different um, kind of niche groups that you can post in as well so really just try to think outside of the box on that one yeah um, list your business on local directories and apps. So, I mean, now we're getting to such a like technology age, but it's important to even still have your business, if not in like the phone book, which I think people still get those, mm -hmm. at least on Google. Like I am not a big time business at all. I work from my home and I'm mostly on Etsy and word of mouth, but I get calls from people finding my business on Google, like a lot of business from that in ways I would never have any other way. So just kind of, that's like one of the most simple things, but you want to be easy to find and have people be able to know where to contact you. Yeah, definitely. And then going hand in hand with that, the next one is to use classified ads. So, I mean, paper is not 
dead. If that's something that, you know, you're looking for every possible way to market, get yourself in the classified ads in the paper, get yourself on Craigslist. Um, again, with some of these, you know, Facebook marketplace, that's kind of like classified ads for, you know, social media. So just, you know, things that you normally wouldn't think people are still looking at. So make sure that you're showing up in all of those spaces as well. Um, next is build a strong social media presence. So you know that we are all about that. But I have found myself, even if I'm looking for like a restaurant, I'll go and see if they have a Facebook page and go through their posts and like, oh, do they have any specials? Like, what do people think about this place? You can get a lot of reviews on there and just people can get a much better sense of who you are and your business and how it operates and what your clients think all from your social media presence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the way of the world now truly is like, oh my gosh, there's a car alarm going off. <laughs> oh, well real life guys over here I'm outside because it's 90 degrees in my house um but with the social media I mean the way that the world's going now is you know people are going to look at your Instagram following they're going to look at your Facebook page and if you're not at least presenting some kind of image that you're trying to show to your clients on those platforms even if you don't have a ton of followers if they can see that you're providing real and inspirational and quality products they're going to be able to see that from your Instagram page. I mean, truly, it's like a it's like a business card. So when you go look at your Instagram page, is it boring? Do you think it's boring to look at? Or does it kind of show your customers a little bit more about who you are and give them a sense of what you have to offer? Um, and then with Facebook and things like that, asking your clients for reviews because, yeah, people aren't, they're not going to go search the web. I mean, they, they'll maybe go Google or Yelp, but how much quicker is it to just, they're already on Facebook, look you up on Facebook and look at your reviews. So if you're not getting those Facebook reviews from your clients, it could really end up hurting you in the long run. Yeah. Um, next would be to create videos. So you would use those in your social media presence and, you know, you can use it for ads and all of that too. And on your website and blogging, but I think videos are important because it gives a chance for people to, I mean, like see and hear you and know who they're dealing with. You can just get so much, I feel like so much more information conveyed through a video than just sitting and reading because there's so much reading to do online and videos, I think just really stand out. Yeah, I agree. But I also have like a little recent, like, I'm not so sure about videos. <laughs> and it's just videos have been pounded into me ever since I started like, researching online marketing video 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 it's more important than anything it's the most important thing you can do um which i do think is true in a lot of cases but i think it's more important that you know your audience for example on our boss ladies page we asked our it was national social media day and we asked you our listeners and our community do you prefer videos or pictures that was one of the questions and people said pictures hmm. however Another question was, do you prefer posts or stories? And people said stories. So I think it just kind of depends on what the video is. Like, do people want to sit there and watch a two minute overly produced, beautiful quality, you know, video, but that might get, get a little boring to them where maybe they could just look at a quick picture that shows everything it needs with a, a short little caption. And then they want to see like the real behind the scenes in your stories I don't know. So just really getting to know your audience and finding out what it is that they 
like if they are the video audience or not it's yeah yeah i think it's uh the video hype is dying down just a bit for certain audiences i think yeah that's good to know yeah um the next one is consider paid advertising on social media so we're talking about boosting here and boosting posts seems like a waste of time or waste of money initially to most people that I've talked to, but especially on Facebook, I personally haven't done much paid promotion on Instagram because Facebook is so amazing for this. And the amount of like fine tuning who you're targeting is just so incredible. You, you can get what you want out to who you want with just a few clicks and I mean, there's so much information out there. If you guys are thinking about boosting, go Google it and find, look at the numbers. Just getting your posts out there with boosts on Facebook in front of the right audience is so, so beneficial for your business. It really, really works. And it doesn't cost you that much up front. Even if you can only afford to do like, you know, $3 a day, $4 a day, it's, it's really going to be so, so helpful for your business. So please, if you're not doing that, that is a huge thing you should be looking into. Oh, that's good to know. Um, next would be to partner up with influential bloggers. So we've all seen all the celebrities out there, you know, sponsored by this and this. Oh, I'm wearing these and these leggings. Like those brands know what they're doing and they're partnering and getting their product out to people that they know that people are watching and trying to replicate, or at least they're like trusting their expertise. So if you have, whether you have a product or a service, if you can reach out to people that have a bigger following than you do, um, that's just kind of a good way to get some great advertising. Yeah. Influencers are very helpful. I know they get a lot of flack from people, but (laughs) I mean, it's, it is a really, really helpful, especially if it's somebody in your own community or somebody that you know, that could be really fun to help, you know, you can partner up and they can help get your word out there and you can, you know, maybe write them some reviews or help with a follow loop for them or something like that in return would be a really fun way to help each other out. Um, the next one is to collaborate with other business owners online. So kind of like what I was saying there with, you know, if they're, if they're local, but um, it's, it's really helpful in business. As we all know, like we ask for reviews, we ask for feedback, we ask for, you know, tag us, do all of these things. And so if you're partnering up with other business owners who understand the hustle, then you guys can really like help each other, scratch each other's backs, right? Like, Hey, if I, if I write a review for you, will you write a review for me? Um, if I shout you out on my podcast, will you send some clients my way? You know, something like that. Um, and then last is to learn from other businesses. So I know that there's a lot of, I mean, there's a group for everything on Facebook, everything you can possibly think of. Uh, there's always going to be a group out there that fits with what you're doing. So we're part of some like podcaster groups. We're a part of mom's groups. I've learned so much from my peers in those groups and being able to ask questions and troubleshoot, or even, even if you're like kind of shy and standoffish about it, just sit back and watch and there's other people that are going to be having the same problems same questions as you and you can learn so much from such like a hive mindset and everyone's working together to try to help each other and it's really empowering and supportive and free (laughs) I mean yeah yeah. 
free business coaching pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people in those groups are like so quick to answer any questions that you have. And like Mickey said, there's a there's a group for literally everything. So don't be afraid to ask questions and grow and learn. And I just saw this quote, you know me on this podcast, if you've been listening for a while, I always mention these quotes. I don't know exactly what it said, but it, it resonated with me that basically, you know, you don't have to do your business completely differently. You can just kind of learn from others, take the pieces that they've done and just stay consistent. And you being your authentic self and consistently showing up is what's going to bring people to your business. So watching what other people do, it's okay if you copy them. It's still going to be a little bit different because it's your take on it. And if you are consistent and show up, it's it's going to make a world of difference. So, oh, and and one of the tips that we didn't write down was you can absolutely start your own Facebook group for something that you're, you know, that's geared towards your business. So let's say you're a virtual virtual assistant or social media manager, or you have an Etsy shop, or you have a podcast, or, you know, the real estate in your community, you can start groups specific to whatever it is that you're selling and, you know, invite people that are actually going to want to hear from you and that are going to participate in things that you're doing and saying and just being there as, and that community will start to grow and just kind of take care of itself. And then, you know, you're that go-to person if they are in need of those services. So that's something that goes back into one of the tips I'm sure that we forgot to add, but just don't be afraid to, you know, all those Facebook groups, somebody had to start them. So don't be afraid to be that person to start it and just, you know, let it grow. Yep. Awesome. So hopefully some of those um, tips will help you guys out with marketing your business online and until next week, stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay, stay bossy. bossy.